you survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, or subscribing to another episode of the Urban Shooter Podcast. Where? Right over there. Second table from the left. See? I see a black man with a gun. Oh, it's all good. That's the Urban Shooter. He's an advocate for self-defense, legal gun ownership, and personal responsibility. Excuse me while I whip this out. It's the Urban Shooter, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Well, not every time. You're locked on to the Urban Shooter Broadcast. Ken Blanchard founded the 10th Cavalry Gun Club, a national pro-gun organization for African Americans, and works around the country to promote safe and responsible firearms ownership. Ken was involved in concealed firearms carry reforms in Texas, South Carolina, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and testified in the U.S. Congress against bills or acts designed to prevent law-abiding Americans from legal firearm ownership or concealed carry. If you need 19 rounds to shoot a deer, you probably shouldn't be hunting. Part of my culture, because of the way I grew up, closing the gun show loophole so that we make sure that uh, we have the information we need. Ken Blanchard has been featured on radio and television shows across the United States and Europe, as well as documentaries and movies. Ken has also been featured in the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, and now the urban shooter himself, Ken Blanchard. This week on episode 96 of the Urban Shooter Podcast, Mama Helen returns and asks, answers the question, which guns are legal? I'm going to end it out with something called, spiritually speaking, Zombie Strike is back and Cave Dweller is our guest. And then, a little history about the Black Codes. What do you want for Christmas this year? I don't know about you, but it's been a little crazy. What is a little crazy? Find out next. But but maybe he's only a little crazy, like painters or composers or, or some of those men in Washington. Hey, welcome to show number 96 of the Urban Shooter Podcast. This is the first week of December, and I am glad Thanksgiving Day is over. And if you didn't know what I went through, you can check it out. I actually gave a few hints to the misery that I had that followed on Black Friday on the GunRightsRadioNetwork.com's forums. Look under the Urban Shooter for the worst Thanksgiving ever. And I shared a few private moments there. Nobody can do you like family. Actually, a lot has happened to me in the last couple of weeks. And that's why this show is a little late. But I won't complain too much. I'm getting better all the time. Been working really hard on finishing um, this year of school. You know, this is the end of the semester. Uh, church, trying to become a very, very good pastor. I learned that there is a difference between a preacher and a pastor. One speaks really well, or she speaks really well, and the other cares a lot about their people that they have under their charge. I'm trying to do the latter. And the funny thing about love is that once you get in that mode, you start caring about everybody. You can't turn it off, which I've learned is making this show a little better because see you matter to me. 
You're more than just a listener. You're becoming my friend. My laptop, the old gray Toshiba, she ain't what she used to be, but she's barely hanging on. And hopefully, if I have any money left, I have to check my bank account. I'm going to try to buy an iMac, and hopefully, the learning curve, the switch from PC to Mac. Something I've been wanting to do for three years actually happens this Christmas, and I can figure out how to use GarageBand and all the other stuff that it has. Because I do want to also do a video or a couple for YouTube. And uh, can't do it with what I have now. But I've been blessed. I mean, you guys are really coming through in your emails and your conversations to me. And you, you make me happy. I mean, I go through some tough times. You have no idea. Between work, family, home, school, and church, I am torn 20 ways to Sunday. But it's okay. It really is. It's taken me a while, but I'm defining my uniqueness in the universe through this podcast as a patriot, crime fighter, a man of faith, a brother, father, husband. I'm getting there. You know, this show might not talk about firearms all the time. It might hint around to it, but the real message is the people behind the firearms. I'll try to connect with you with all that stuff around the gun, the laws, the attitudes, the knowledge that you need, the awareness that you need, the politics, the mental stuff that gets you through. And most of the time, I'm just trying to give you a break from all the negatives, the evils, and the selfishness in this world and give you something to smile about, even laugh. You know, it's uh, this podcast thing is amazing. I have such a great collection of friends now because of this show. I don't even know where to go, but I can't go backwards, only forward. Heck, I'm kid-friendly. I'm mother-approved. I'm your friend and your brother from a different mother, and I love you, and there's nothing else you can do about it. And together, whatever you're going through, we can get through. Deal? Deal. My email address, if you want to talk to me, is blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. And my toll-free number, which sends a copyright to my email address and I can return the phone call, is 888-772-6262. I got some apologies to make. Um, one, I hit the wrong button. I hit a stereo button and a mono button on my uh, computer. And last episode, I believe, it went to the one, the mono. And if you were listening to me through uh, headphones, earbuds, it might have felt a little bad. So I'm sorry for that. That was not intended. That was um, a slip of the hand. So I'm sorry. What else can I apologize for? It's just the kind of mood I'm in. You know, it's snowing right now in Washington, D.C. And uh, winter is here and it's getting that Christmas mood. And I'm glad I like Christmas. I really do. Christmas is when people give you gifts and stuff. I got a gift, uh, a book in the mail from Brian Doherty called Gun Control on Trial. Inside the Supreme Court Battle over the Second Amendment. I think it's published by the Cato Institute. I'm not sure. But, um, yep, I think it is. Uh, have yet to dig into it 
But man, I appreciate it. I got it from uh, Tim Lynch of Cato. Another one of my brothers, my my dear brother, Michael. He sent me a book he just wrote. Um, he co-authored with somebody about YouTube, The Insider's Guide to Climbing the Charts. And uh, I'll see if I can put a link to that on the site too so you can check it out. It's published by O'Reilly.com. And it's, you can get a free online edition for 45 days with the purchase of this book. And that's at Safari Books Online. It's kind of cool. It's about the YouTube thing. And plus, it has some insights into life. One of the projects that I was hoping to do this year, um, I was going to come out with a CD. I was actually going to sing some Christmas songs. Try to get my guitar fired up and play something. Maybe even get a band together to um, record you know, just a little Christmas thing. I'm not that talented, but heck, I just wanted to say I had a CD out, you know? Well, another CD. The first one, Pistol Pack and Preacher, is um, just dialogues and monologues, a precursor to this show, actually. Um, different things that I've said. And I still have a few copies of that if you're interested. But my mind has been a whirling. I got some plans. I want to do so much stuff. Um, I was thinking about what's happening in January. You know, everybody and their mother, well, not everybody, but every Democrat and a whole bunch of people are planning to come to Washington, D.C. for the inauguration of President-elect Barack Obama. And, you know, at that same weekend is the SHOT Show. So it just dawned on me that during the SHOT Show, there'll probably be no black people. Yeah, no joke. It's going to be like one giant Republican function. I mean, everybody I can think of. They said about three million people, and that's not counting the million of my relatives, that are coming to this area to stand outside in the freezing cold to witness history. I don't know where they're going to sleep or what, but they're coming. And I'm thinking, man, I should go to the SHOT Show. But alas, I'm too broke. And plus, I couldn't get out of here without the wife. If I could get two tickets, then I could probably go. And then I found out on the NRA day, the NRA's annual convention in Phoenix, 2009. It's also the week that my son graduates. He graduates on that Saturday from high school. So I'm not going to be going to Phoenix in May. Ain't that a blip? But what I am going to do, though, I'm most definitely sure, positively going to try to do with all my heart is to probably make once a month some event somewhere. Maybe I'll just meet up at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or some range within the Washington metropolitan area. And I'll just travel around Virginia, Maryland, D.C. We'll have little meetups, little powwow sessions, and maybe I can record it. I'm going to try that, too, depending on the schedule would actually like to see some of you guys that are, that are able to move, you know, that can come this direction. And then if I get, you know, the steam to go, then maybe I'll, uh, I'll travel around the country. That's my dream anyway, to see more of you one-on-one. All right. If you're ready, I'm ready. Take it away, J-Dub. Christmas this year. I pledge 
allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, your mama is up next. Hi, Ken. Happy Thanksgiving to you and to all your listeners. Uh, this week, we're looking at the question, what guns are legal? And uh, that is an ever-changing answer. We'll try to look at some information to give you some guidelines. In Maryland, those guns are legal that Maryland says are legal. They must be on the Maryland Handgun Board roster. Handguns are added as the board is petitioned to consider and approve them. And the process can take months as there are waiting periods built in to allow for appeals. This is why in Maryland you may not be able to immediately get your hands on the gun that's on the covers of all your favorite gun mags. Um, And in Maryland, even if a, a gun has been petitioned, if the board doesn't take action... Uh, by law, the um, handgun is not approved, so it doesn't automatically, you know, grandfather in things if, um, or, or it doesn't automatically approve things if the board doesn't uh, come down one way or the other. The automatic um, answer is no if, if they don't take any action on it. Um, if you Google Maryland handgun roster, the very first link that pops up will take you to a page where you can enter any make and model to check its status. Or you can go to www.mdsp.org slash services slash handgun dot ASP. That's www.mdsp as in Maryland State Police dot org slash services slash handgun.asp. Those last three letters are Alpha, Sierra, Papa. In addition, uh, the following semi-automatic pistols or their copies are, quote, assault pistols, unquote, and are just outright banned in the state of Maryland. AA Arms, AP9, the uh, Bushmaster, Claridge High Tech, D-Max Industries, Income, Income Mark IV, uh, the MP9, and the MP45, the H&K SP89, Holmes MP83, Ingram Mac 10, 11, and any variations including the Partisan Avenger and SWD Cobra, Intratech Tech 9, and DC9, Center fire only, P-A-W-S, Scorpion, Spectre, Uzi, Weaver Arms, Nighthawk, Wilkinson Arms, Linda. After June 1st, 1994, it is unlawful to possess, sell, offer for sale, transfer, receive, or transport into the state any, quote, assault pistol, end quote. Current owners may possess such a pistol if it was registered before August 1st, 1994. 
this information on assault pistols I copied uh, off of about.com, which states that its information is from the NRA ILA, which is the National Rifle Association Institute for Legislative Action, because Mama Helen is not a lawyer and has never played one on TV. So while the information herein is deemed accurate, it is not guaranteed. Remember, Mama always says, trust but verify, and be good and be safe. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, you heard me say it before, but to me, the best listeners contribute to the Urban Shooter Podcast. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should try to get on the show, but what I am saying is that what you think is important to me. What you suggest might just be the spark that ignites a new direction, a new thought, invention, dialogue, or speech from your friend and brother from a different mother. And such was the case with Mick McArt of the Armed Citizens Podcast. And while I'm thinking about it, I would like to congratulate Mick and his new bride on the upcoming birth of their first child. Hey, Mick, do you have a name for her? You going to teach her how to shoot, too? I know you will. And yes, I think it's going to be a girl. Anyway, Mick humbly said that I ought to bring back the feature I did on black history. Now, I want to tell you something and I hope you don't get offended by it or take it the wrong way. But that was the nicest thing I could have heard. Want me to explain? You see, black history, African-American history, Native American history, whatever is American history. We like to put descriptors on it. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if your family has been in this country longer than a couple of generations, we are intertwined. Black history is America's history. Because what the ruling population did to one group they will do to another. Human history will tell you that mankind, regardless of race, religion, or location, can do some jacked up stuff to one another once one group is in power over another. We are all the same. Now, some are uglier than others, but that's a different show. So let me talk about something that happened to me, well, not to me, but happened after the Great Civil War and show you how today it's happening again. It's called the Black Codes. Now, the Civil War was rough because it was like one great domestic fight. Just like I had at Thanksgiving, actually. I won't talk about that again. But basically, they had some complex issues folks are still trying to make just black and white. Just like now. It's never just black and white. It's complex. It's complicated. And as the newly freed slaves, my peeps, my ancestors, would soon learn freedom was not as they had anticipated. Now, on my birthday this year, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of gun owners for the right to keep and bear arms. And for the sake of this discussion, whenever you hear the word black or newly freed slaves, you can substitute it for law-abiding gun owners in today's language. And when you hear me say white southerner, substitute that for anti-gun democrat. Brady campaign supporter or just some anti-gun group, okay? Now, after the Civil War or after the Supreme Court ruling, 
white Southerners or anti-gun politicians today were anxious to regain power over those things they had lost and used the law in order to achieve that objective. Now, in 1865, Southerners created black coats, which served as a way to inhibit the freedom of ex-slaves. Now, codes controlled almost all aspects of life and prohibited African-Americans from the freedom that had been won. All right. Although the Civil War had left the South in political and social turmoil, white Southerners were intent on controlling blacks. It was through the creation of the black codes that whites discovered they could control almost all aspects of life in Southern blacks. And while codes were unique to the post-Civil War South, they were not completely foreign. They encompass some of the antebellum restrictions on free blacks, northern apprenticeship laws, and the Freedmen's Bureau, and the War Department's regulations. Codes regulated civil and legal rights, such as marriage, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, occupational choice, and the right to hold and sell property. Laws were different in each state. Most embodied the same kinds of restrictions, though. Commonly, codes compelled freedmen to work. In many states, if unemployed, blacks faced the potential of being arrested and charged with vagrancy. Many of those did not work had their day regulated. Codes dictated their hours of labor, duties, and often assigned them as agricultural workers or domestics. Black codes left African Americans with little freedom. Even the freedom to choose an occupation was often regulated. Many white Southerners believed blacks were predestined to work as agricultural laborers and domestics. In South Carolina, for example, a special license and certificate from a local judge attesting to a freedman's skill had to be obtained in order to pursue any occupation other than agriculture or domestic work. This regulation guaranteed a workforce. Self-sufficiency was also discouraged. Codes prevented African Americans from raising their own crops. In parts of Mississippi, they were restricted from renting or leasing any land outside of cities or towns and black ownership was left up to the approval of local authorities. Almost every aspect of life was regulated, including the freedom to roam. Many codes prohibited blacks from entering towns without permission. In Louisiana, blacks needed permission from their employer to enter the town, a note that stated the nature and length of the visit was required. Any black found without a note after 10 o'clock was subject to imprisonment. Residency within towns and cities was also discouraged. Local ordinances in Louisiana, for example, made it almost impossible for blacks to live within the town or cities. Residency was only possible if a white employer agreed to take responsibility for his employee's conduct. The creators of the codes did not try to hide their obvious bias and prejudice. In 1866, Black codes were suspended by federal officials after they determined that the codes were too harsh. They believed that blacks should be subject to the same penalties and regulations as whites. Although these early codes were put to an end, new codes that were less harsh were put into law by several state legislators after 1866. I expect the implementation of a revised system of black codes against gun owners in 2009 to further restrict what is lawful, legal, and responsible gun ownership. The black codes were 1860s, but watch what is coming for the new minority, the gun owner. The more things change, the more they remain the same. 
It was the black codes in the 1860s. Now it's a restriction on those who legally own firearms. Control is still control. And here are some of the similarities that I see. If you're a gun owner, you must be a criminal. Every state needs to have codes to regulate their citizens. That even though you go through a background check, a federal check, even though you go through a clearance process to be a firearms owner legally, the state adds on to it like these black codes did to my ancestors. If I am approved by the Federal Bureau of Investigation to own a firearm, then why can't I carry nationally? How about the similarities of having a special license or having to have a judge attest to your bona fides? In addition to the background check you already uh, submitted yourself to. How about the restriction of movement that if you move from one state to another, you may or may not be able to carry concealed. You may or may not be able to legally own a firearm. How about the prejudgment that if you are a law-abiding gun owner, you are somehow substandard or bitter? Freedom Freedom is not not free. free. The Minister of Defense, the pastor of Paladins, Patriots, and Pistoleros will be right back after these commercials. Black Man with a Gun by Ken Blanchard is a 148-page book with pictures showing the right way and wrong way to do things, different guns and techniques, and a great primer for new shooters, an icebreaker for the experienced shooter, and a tool for the activist. Black Man with a Gun is a book that easily explains and inspires. With the humor of the most audacious African-American in support of the right to keep and bear arms, Ken Blanchard. Ken Blanchard is a former U.S. Marine, federal firearms instructor, private investigator, counter-terrorist, public speaker, and web personality. Ken has been featured in two documentaries, Fox News, the BBC, the Washington Business Journal, Washington Times, Wall Street Journal, and now with his new podcast, The Urban Shooter on iTunes. In the book, you'll find a letter to my sisters, buying a firearm, the racist roots of gun control, the NRA, your rights, the police, religion, and guns. Get your autographed copy today by visiting blackmanwithagun.com or by calling 888-772-6262. Get your copy now. Hey, looking at some Kydex holsters? Or how about something really cool for your, t- for your tactical light? Or a way to carry more than one magazine at a time? Check out some brilliant new designs at Garrett Industries. You'll find it at gimagclip.com. Fellow Urban Shooter listener, Rod Garrett, has some hybrids of leather and kydex that I use myself. Check it out at gimagclip.com. My prices are low, and I work with great speed, and my work is 100% guaranteed. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you purchased your Zombie 2.5 targets yet? Why order a Zombie target? When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you support the Urban Shooter Podcast. When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you help raise money for a minivan for the little church, Ken Pastors, in D.C. When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you sharpen your skill. When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you get an autographed copy. 
when you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you get to participate in the weekly internet match. When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you can get your target analyzed online by professional firearms instructors. When you order a Zombie 2.5 Target, you can show off your skills on the Urban Shooters forums on the Gun Rights Radio Network. Each target costs $2 and you can get them on blackmanwithagun.com, urbanshooterpodcast.com, and wherever cool places are. Have you purchased your Zombie 2.5 target yet? Crossbreed holsters. Have you seen the latest ads in the American Handgunner magazine, the American Rifleman, or any other quality magazine about crossbreed holster products? Make sure you order something for yourself and someone you like from Crossbreed Holsters, makers of good quality, affordable, and American-made leather products. Crossbreedholsters.com Hey, are you looking for a gunsmith? Well, I got one for you. Check out BudsGunsmith.com That's Buds with two Ds. B-U-D-D-S Gunsmith.com Now Bud is old school Does the blacksmithing thing Can fix your antique and cherished heirlooms Check him out at BudsGunsmith.com And now Back to the man who's packing more than a browning Zombie Strike. Man, what a day, what a day. I think I just kicked back here in the office while nobody's here. Let me see, look at the schedule. I think I got uh, somebody from California coming to the island in a little while. But meanwhile, let's check out the CD player, see what we got up here. No, oh, I left my CDs at home. Oh, let's see if this radio works. That's the joint right there. Heart. That was a good song back in the day. Woo! Go ahead, ladies. Rock it. Get my air guitar here. Get up on this G. Yeah. Uh-huh.
though. I'm in the lock and load. Somebody came through the perimeter upstairs. Dude, again. kill my buzz, Doc. I was rocking up here. Man, I appreciate you coming. You're a little early, I think. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to the folks? Let me turn off this music real fast. Hold on for a minute. All right, go right ahead. I'm Nathan from California. You all might know me as Cave Dweller on the forums. All right, dude, let me get my mind straight. I was in a whole different zone before you showed up. So I guess you're competing in Zombie Strike this week. What's your big goal for today? What you going to try to do? Uh, today I'll be trying to make it from one bunker to another without getting eaten. All right. And usually this is a team thing. So uh, where's your peeps? That's right, Ken. I'll be going solo on this one. Uh, in this tough economy, I guess you're going to hog all that prize money for yourself. <laughs> nah, no comment. All right, player. What strategy are you going to use to uh, survive on this deadly island known as Skull Island? I'm going to rely on stealth mostly. i got my camis here. And what tools did you bring to help you survive? Killtech P2000. It's a pistol caliber carbine. Takes a Glock magazine. Oh, that's caliber. different. Yes, I've shortened the barrel. I've got a Look at compressor. that. Why a silencer? Hey, it's all about sneaking. I don't want those brain users attack, attracted to any gunshots. You yes, just do your sir. thing, man. Got me a Good idea. Both my sidearms, 45 compact Glocks. They'll take the same mags as the carbine. All right, this might be sound like a personal question, but uh, why the compact Glocks? No, why not a full-size one? I chose the compacts because I'd have a more normal length when I added the silencers. It makes it easier to draw quickly. All in all, makes sense. I see you got plenty of magazines and plenty of ammunition with you this time. Definitely don't want to run out of ammo. Can never can have too much. Now, that sword is a nice touch. I like that. I got here a samurai sword, real good for lopping and chopping, and it doesn't need to be reloaded. All right, we got a green light for a go on the panel here. That means the helicopter is on its way, and uh, good luck to you, my brother, and uh, I'll be watching you hey, on the thanks, camera. Can you just get that prize money ready? I'll leave the music off and uh, try to monitor you, make sure you don't get in any trouble. If anything happens, just remember that everything that you do is being watched, and uh, we'll get the gunny out to you or somebody if you get in a world of hurt and can't get out. But uh, I'm going to let you have that option. Maybe you're not as bad as it looks and I'll give you this little beacon right here. So uh, if you think you need help, you can press this button and if we don't look at it, we don't see that happening or we don't see you surrounded by zombies and it's not by your choice. We'll leave you alone. All right. Good luck, man. This is Nathan from California, also known as Cave Dweller on the Urban Shooter Podcast forums. And here he goes.
there's the bunker. Now to get off this chopper. Definitely gonna attract zombies. Look, some stairs. Looks like I got a front door and a back door. I'll try the front door here. Zombies! Maybe the back door is clear. More zombies! What now? I know. I'll take the silencer off this pistol and make some noise at the front door. Take that! Yeah! Hey, get over there! You got more where that came from? You want some too? Yeah! I'm out. Better swap magazines. You want more? You're hungry, aren't you? Over here, get some. Yeah, I'd rather do it. Now to replace the silencer and reload. Let's see if the back door is clear. Hey, only a couple left. Looks like they went to the front door. Better move out before they figure they were tricked. Better hide behind this tree. Looks like they're coming back. Oh, one of them saw me. He's coming this way. This car will take care of him. Got him. Time to go before more scenes. Gotta keep quiet. Wait, here come two of them. Ooh, that was close. I thought for sure they could hear my pounding heartbeat. Gotta keep going. Now I can almost see the other bunker. Whoa, where'd you come from? Take that! Yeah, I'm gonna be sick. What a mess. Shouldn't have had that big breakfast. Oh crap, they saw me! Better run for it. Now I see them behind me. Maybe I lost them! Well, that concludes this week's installment of Zombie Strike. I thank you for joining me. You know, Mick is still on the island, as is Eric. So now with Nate, hopefully just lost and not off the grid totally we'll find out in the upcoming weeks this show has been copyrighted and produced by Blanchard Studios produced in the basement under the washer and the dryer of the Blanchard home no real zombies were harmed during the making of this audio and this show is only for those who like fun if you don't get it don't worry about it it's not that serious if you really want to get into it Look for the show notes on zombiestrike.blogspot.com. Now, anybody can contribute. Just send me a note, and I'll tell you how to get on.
All right. If you are a long time listener, you know, that means it's time to go. Thank you for listening, downloading and subscribing. And if you could leave a review for me on the Zoom or iTunes, that would be cool. I'd love to hear from you. So if you want to communicate with your brother, you can. Don't forget that. And uh, at the time of this recording, NFL star shoots himself in New York City in more ways than one. And uh, he may have just lost millions of dollars. Who knows? Also, O.J. Simpson has gone to jail. The D.C. government is doing some underhanded, low-down, sneaky end-of-the-holiday deal that will require all gun owners that have registered guns to re-register them in three years. Or I'll try to keep you abreast of that. It's crazy out here. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Let me know. I personally want a new computer so that I can make my show that much better. And I'm actually considering to step it up about five notches and become more political. And that's going to involve some heavy stuff. And I'm a little bit afraid because I'll lose my job if I do. Keep me in prayer and also those brothers and sisters that are losing their jobs right now or laid off or working with the automotive section of our country. There's a big deficit of people that don't have jobs and uh, it's going to get crazy. If you are not a person of prayer, now is a good time to get into it. And speaking of prayer, I'm going to have uh, that, that section I was talking about earlier called uh, Spiritually Speaking coming up in a few. If you want to send your friend and brother a Christmas card, then you can at Ken Blanchard at P.O. Box 2, Upper Marlboro, that's M-A-R-L-B-O-R-O, Maryland, 20773. I would love to receive it. What else I got going on? Oh yeah, we got a new Zombie 3.0. Just printed up some new targets. Um, they're a little different than the next ones. The last ones, they have, um, they're have they all colored in actually, so there'll be a little contrast for shooting. And uh, the target area is bigger on the heads, head-only shots now. If you don't have them and you haven't seen them yet, check out the Gun Rights Radio Network, gunrightsradio.com. And look at the forms for Urban Shooter. And there's a picture there somewhere under Zombie 2.5. All right. That's about it. Let's get to Spiritually Speaking. Hey, check this out. The following statement is of unknown origin, but it is nonetheless contains tremendous wisdom. And it goes like this. Guess what I am? I'm your constant companion. I'm your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half the things you do, you might just as well turn over to me and I will be able to do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done, and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great men, and alas, of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. I am not a machine, though I work with all the precision 
of a machine plus the intelligence of a man. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am habit. To be a winner, develop and maintain godly habits. They will lead you to growth and victory in life. Ungodly habits will only lead you to destruction and demise. Your habits can make you or break you. Choose them well. Human beings are creatures of habit. But the only difference between a rut and a grave is its length, depth, and how long you're in it. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Just a few thoughts so that you can win the race. Until next week, peace. And I'll tell you what means nothing works out, you know. I decided to look out for number one, I stepped to number two. like Urban Shooter, then send Ken an email at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Do you want to support the show and start something new? You can become a member of the new Urban Shooter Association for $4 a month and keep the mission going strong. Look for the USA link on the website. This fun-filled, factual, and low-fat episode is sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters makers of great leather products, and supported by the members of the Urban Shooter Association.